And if you need a coach, holler at us. <laughs> Shameless, <laughs> Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coaches on Couch. Bing slouches. It's pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. So today we're going to talk about the benefits of having a coach to the the non-competitive athlete or the the person that doesn't consider themselves competitive or um we had the question come. We asked for questions. We asked for topics, and uh, we actually had some good ones come in. We'll use. We'll probably use down the road. Yep. Um, but one was basically, you know, I'm not a pro. I don't have any desire to go pro. I don't have, you know, I don't think I have the ability to yeah, be a pro. Right. Uh, I'm just trying to get better, kind of day to day sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, is there any reason that I should seek a coach? So we'll talk about that. The answer is yes, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, we'll talk about that in just a second. But first, I am Coach Dale Sanford. And I am Coach Bryant Funston. We are the co-founders of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our five pillars coaching system that has been developed over the last decade through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels from fresh off the couch to world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com, checking Facebook and YouTube at buildpeakcompete, or all up on that Instagram at bpcperformance. Killed it. All right. Hashtag nailed it. We'll we'll get on to the topic (laughs) of the day, but first... Shout outs. My favorite part. I always like the shout outs. We had um, celebrating our athletes. Yeah. Mighty Mike Triathlon was uh last weekend. I had I had a bit of FOMO while we were uh mm-hmm. sitting here on the well, we we're on the group ride. Yep. Um but uh had some good performances out there. Philip Young's fourth overall, Chris Watts, seventh overall, uh Greg Rody was second age group. Uh I forget where he finished in the overall. Um, Jessica Wang was first in her age group, um, and then Tim Lin, who uh, who we'll be working with for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. was uh, there on an exhibition. He had the fastest splits across the board, yep. uh, swim, bike, and run that day. It was a little bit of a slow day. Um, I think the wind was like crosshead yeah, or point, something like that. That point-to-point race, yeah. Yeah, battling crosshead the whole way? Yeah, it was rough. That sounds uh, so fun. Bike, bike splits were sl- pretty sl- much slower than last year, at least. Yeah. Um, and then, which goes to show you, you can't just use time as the right. marker of performance. Yeah, I mean the the time, like, yeah, the bike being the longest portion of the race. Mm-hmm. If the bike is affected by the wind and yep. it's minutes slower, mm-hmm. you could be faster in everything else and still yep. have a slower time. Yeah, so. or power could be a lot better, and yet you think if you're if you're just going off average speed, you think, oh man, did I get less fit this year? Right. <laughs> yeah. The athlete brain. Mm-hmm. A wonder. Exactly. A wonder. Uh, I got a shout out for Sally Landham. She went over and did the Eurekan, um, which we talked about last week. Hot. Yeah. Super hot. Like dangerously hot the entire the entire weekend. Uh, I saw on her, the Garmin, on Training Peaks, 
it had 120 as one of the peaks. Granted, yeah. it was probably getting some some direct sun. Yeah, but still, I, I think uh, the the heat index was like 110 or so. I always found that my Garmin temps read low. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Super hot. So she ended up fourth overall. Um. So great effort there from her on a <laughs> miserable weekend. Yeah. Uh, I got another one. Uh, Liz Hall, who someday we'll have her on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, she ran her fastest miles. We have a, a thing that happens every year called the Mug Mile, and uh, it's people come out and they throw down their fastest mile possible. And so Liz went and, and threw down her fastest mile of all time and uh, was finished second overall female, uh, first in her age group, second overall female. So that's great for her. And then um, our buddy Kirsten... Went so up with, with with Amy Dixon at the at, uh, Para Tri Nats, and mm-hmm. they uh, they took it, took the top step. Yep. So congrats yeah, to they've Amy. Yeah, good and, results uh, the past uh, yeah the past few weeks. So they're trying to make it to uh, the to make Olympics to Tokyo to Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. Good luck to them in that. Absolutely. So uh, we have another good luck here for uh, for athletes going up to Ohio, Ohio seventy point three. Uh, so everyone headed up there. Good luck. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the, this good weather is gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna hold. And good luck to those going to the state ro- Tennessee state road race That's this right. weekend as well. So, uh, good luck to you all. So we got to talk a second just before we get on the topic is, uh, if you are training for a, a late season, uh, fall iron or half iron, and that's pretty much, uh, Ironman Chattanooga, uh, Augusta 70.3, uh Ohio, or sorry um louisville um there's florida arizona um so, you know several other late season half and full iron distance races there's a couple of local ones too regional ones um if you're training for one of those our long course tri camp is coming up september 6th through the 8th we're going to have a really awesome three days of volume and we've scaled it. I know we've some of the feedback we've gotten that it's like intimidating to go to a tri camp. Uh, but we've, we've got it figured out to where it's, everything's going to be scaled. All the longest efforts are going to be looping and scaled to where like, if you're doing a half, you can get 50 to 60 or 40 to 60 miles. And if you're doing a full, you can get a hundred, you know, 80 to a hundred or whatever you need, uh, in doing the loops and hat and still have it fully supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, so all, all ability levels are welcome. Uh, again, that's September 6th to the 8th. And here's the thing. It's, if you've ever looked into a tri camp, most of the time the camps are like thousands of dollars. Yep. Uh, our camp's going to be 400 bucks and that's fully supported, uh, training all weekend includes dinners. Uh, and, uh, and we also are having, Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Sass as a, as a, uh, coach mm-hmm. with us at the camp. We're yeah, actually be bringing be, a lot of experience for she's sure. She's bringing a ton of experience, uh, to the table. And then mm-hmm. we're also base camping at her, uh, compound compound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Vogler the, performance the, center, the Winkler performance That's center. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to be base camped there. And so all, most of the, the rides and runs will either be from that point or from the Carroll County thousand acre lake recreation area up in Huntington. So, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be an awesome weekend. So 
we hope we hope to get a really good group and make this a yearly thing to uh, help prepare everybody for those late season yep. long course races. The elevation profile is very. If you're doing Chattanooga, the the hundred mile ride route that we have set out, elevation profile is almost spot on gain uh, to Chattanooga. So you'll be ready for sure. There we for, go. And the run runs no different. We've got a rolling run to prepare you for that up and down run there. Yeah, uh, we've said it before. If you're doing long course stuff, long distance stuff, it's the big days. You can't. You can't. Uh, skimp out on so oh yeah can't miss guaranteed guaranteed big volume uh which is going to benefit your results big time so if you're looking at this if you're if you can see the screen it's it's buildpeakcompete.com slash try camp so try camps one word so buildpeakcompete.com slash try camp t-r-i t-r-i yeah Not like yeah t-r-i t-r-i camp i'm sure they knew that all right cool let's get to it let's get into it so this is actually the reason why we jumped on this is not that so we could have like a whole episode of a shameless plug, mm-hmm. uh, but we get this question but a lot. But it is, <laughs> yep, <Yeah>, totally <laughs> is. So we we actually get asked this question a lot, whether it's at seminars or events or whatever. It's you know, it's basically I'm not competitive, I'm not a pro, I'm not that serious. I you know, somebody like I don't race. Yada, yada. There's all these different like things that are pretty much the same mm-hmm. excuse for you know not having a coach. But you know, realistically, if you're if you're internally competitive in any way, shape, or form, and that kind of creates a drive for you to be like a better version or of yourself and continue to improve on anything. I think that's yeah. I think that's the the big thing right there. Like if if your goal is to each day be a little bit better than you were before. And you have some long-term goals, whether it's to stay fit, get more fit, yeah. uh, live a very functional uh, lifestyle where you're able to go hike or run or go on vacation and be active with grandkids or whatever it may be. I mean, if those are your goals, a coach can be of value to you. Yeah, I think people. I think people lose lose. Um, they see coaching as like all, all all of the elite athletes have a coach. All the upper level. Yeah. You know, amateurs have a coach. Um, to be honest, that's like a, a not, I mean, it's not a huge portion of the people that we actually work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the f- folks that we work with are really just trying to, they're using these sports, endurance sports, to stay fit, yep. you know, stay healthy and age gracefully. Yep. Um, you know, and they, it's not, maybe not the number one thing in their life too. I mean, for some of them, I mean, but they just, they want to work it in mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, have the benefits, the health benefits to, to, uh, to doing all this physical activity. So really, if you have, if you want to improve in anything, whether it's your health or your speed on the bike or your speed on the run, or you want to run farther or you want to do something, it's, if you want to be, quicker, fitter, stronger, faster, or go farther, uh, you know, mm-hmm. those, if you have goals in those, you know, yeah. areas, that's a coach can totally help with that. Yep. Um, so we'll just run down some of the top reasons, you know, top, top benefits that we believe, uh, of having a coach in yep. general, some of them are more specific to people who don't necessarily 
consider themselves competitive. And some of this is like direct feedback from athletes when we've asked them, you know, what is the biggest value you've gotten out of having a coach? And, you know, some of the things we're going to be talking about comes from their responses. So the number one, and these aren't in any really particular order. No. um, One of them is goal setting. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, a lot of people, they don't, they, they do activity, but they have no idea why they're doing it. Uh, or if what they're doing is actually going to help them improve the things that they want to improve in. Um, so a coach can help you set a goal, whether it's a health marker, your, something about your, like your weight, uh, or to complete an event, or to just do a certain amount of mileage, mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. You know, um, They can help you set those goals and then help you keep your, eyes, keep your eye on the prize, you know, and keep you thinking long term. Yep. Um, realistically, if you're going to embark on a journey with a coach, that coach wants you to have long term goals and wants to have something that's like far reaching mm-hmm. to like kind of keep you motivated. So if we just set a goal for somebody that's, hey, we're going to go do this one triathlon, yep. and we prepare you for that. Even if you're not competitive, you're just looking to finish, you get done, and then it's like, okay, done. No, bucket list, check. check. Yeah, now See what? Ya. Yeah. And then, you know, then you you stop the sport and you mm-hmm. gain 20 pounds and yep. do nothing for months. Like, that's no coach wants that to happen. So, you know, we can help you set those goals and then keep you focused on those goals and then the little tiny ones that help us get there. Exactly. But there has to be a far reaching one that's not an event, not a, it's kind of like your why, like you mm-hmm. have to, why do you want to even be healthy? Yep. Like, so that's usually what. And that's why we usually aren't, goal. we usually aren't wanting athletes to, and we know people want to lose weight, but we generally do not like having losing weight be your end all be all goal because there's things that can affect that you know you can be gaining muscle losing fat and yet not seeing a change on the scale and then what happens when you lose the weight and what happens once you get there yeah (laughs) exactly uh so we like we like having either an event or you know some strength specific goals or or something like that but then also you know have those short intermediate and long-term goals to to kind of keep you stair-stepping towards becoming that better version of yourself right on a weekly monthly yearly decade yeah century basis yeah absolutely <laughs> you, i mean realistically you probably lived to about two three hundred yeah so i mean with modern we technology keep these goals coming mm-hmm. and our level of income <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the the next thing um that kind of we we've always seen as a huge benefit is the integration of your your chosen sports activities into your life scenario mm-hmm. instead of like uh trying to go off of like a program that somebody's built like yep. yeah there's all kind you there's all kinds of free things online don't i mean they're everywhere yeah but they weren't made for you and they weren't made for your level and they weren't made for your life scenario the time of days that you have to work out and the days, the times, the, you know, the durations like are not specific to you. Mm -hmm. So you're just not going to get the most out of that, out of like a cookie cutter free program. Yeah. Whereas a coach, when they, when we break down 
like your life scenario, we're looking at what's your what's your work work life like? How much do you work? How stressful is that work? How stressful is that? How much how, travel is involved with that work? Like, how, what's your family scenario? How many kids do you have? How many pets do you have? How many do your kids play sports? You know, what are the demands there? Yeah, and then we once we get a look at this, we can like we create a weekly structure that fits that, and then if at all possible, we keep that structure intact so that we can create a routine around that, mm-hmm. and so that the the odds of you getting in those training sessions are much higher yep. than going willy nilly every single week. Um, there are there are people we work with that their schedule literally changes every week, mm-hmm. and so it is a constant look at okay, what is this week coming up? Okay, where can we fit it in this week? Mm-hmm. And it change. I mean, it's all over the place. And this is one less thing that you as an individual have to uh, can take off your plate. You know, trying to figure out what should you be doing on any given day. If you're spending you know fifteen twenty. 30 plus minutes like oh crap i need to work out today what am i supposed to do like uh i was chatting with one athlete just the other day they're like one of the things i really like is that if i were to just like hop on a trainer and have an hour i'd end up spinning but actually having the structure in there not only makes it go faster but i get a better workout and and i'm so much more productive with my exercise right um or my training uh than i would be otherwise well, it's that's it's like the this is the the typical thing that happens when people um, who are self coached or whatever, especially someone just in like the general fitness. Right, you get up and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to work out today. I'll figure it out when I have the time. Mm-hmm. And either day goes by and you now say, well, I don't have the time, or you get there and you probably spend the first 15 minutes trying to figure out what you're going to do, mm-hmm. and then you. you the the time that you have to work out just gets diluted basically mm-hmm. and it's just not as productive yep it's just um so what we try to do is just we find those holes we t- we find the time that you didn't think you had mm-hmm. and we'll put the most quality into those times possible mm-hmm. um you and know keeping you accountable to your goal that was set prior to that gives you that extra bit of motivation you know yeah. to to make sure you're hitting that and the the one thing that we always try to do, especially with um, like people who are don't consider themselves real competitive or whatever, um, we try to integrate the fun stuff as much as possible because everybody likes it's the social aspect of endurance sports. Mm-hmm. It's part of the fun of it. Um, so group rides, group runs, yeah, like any kind of group trainings. You know, like training races, fun races, just for the fun of it, and Mm -hmm. not you know going to you know kill it or anything like that. But we try to mix that kind of stuff as much as possible with this with the other specific work that it's going to take to reach whatever goal you have. Mm -hmm. Um, That's for a lot of people. That's kind of uh, a shock because they think that if they take on a coach, the coach is just going to give them structure, 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 day in, day out. This is what you have to do. Like we've, we've only had a few people in the course of our 10 years now of coaching that can mentally stay in it with that much structure. Yeah. 
And yeah, it may be like the ideal program would be if you're a cyclist getting on the trainer and knocking out very structured intervals based around your strengths and weaknesses and limiters. But most people, vast majority of people get so burnt out and bored and want to shoot themselves that <laughs> the the relationship and their long-term uh, dedication to the sport kind of wanes. And eventually it's like, man, I just need to ride. Like, so we've over the course of our years have learned much better how to blend the structure, yep. including structure during some group activities. But the main goal is to keep you going. Yeah. Like, this isn't a three months and done. This is a, we want you healthy. We want you improving. And if we're thinking three years versus three months, um, there's a lot more flexibility there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you can't, don't, don't get caught up on the, the short term, um, you know, the structure in the short term, you, you may improve a little bit slower, mm-hmm. but you're going to have more fun doing it. You're going to have, you're going to be mentally more ready to continue to do the training over a long period of time mm-hmm. rather than, like you said, you know, we give you eight weeks of structure and you're toast, yep. like mentally toast. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes the improvements come a little slower, but you're still having fun with it, mm-hmm. you know, and still wanting to do it. So yep. that's really a, one of the big goals that we, when we take on a new person, it's okay. We want you to, we, we, it's obvious it's bad for business. If you, you know, are with us three months and mm-hmm. reach a goal and you're done yep. or whatever. So yeah, we've like, sort of done a disservice really yeah. in that regards to you and your long term. Sure. So, I mean, it's better for everybody if mm-hmm. we think long term and keep it keep it focused on long term. So the the next big one, which is kind of all it kind of meshes with all of this, is is time management. Like this is probably the biggest feedback that we get is um, just kind of not having to spend the time that they used to spend either planning their own training, analyzing their own data. Yeah researching race courses and or different training methodology and the time spent or time saved Mm -hmm. not having to do all that stuff because that's what you're paying a coach to do um, means you can either train more you can spend more time with your friends and family Um, you know that over the years i say that's probably the biggest and and you have the confidence in knowing that what you're doing on that day yeah. is what you should be doing on that day. There's no guessing anymore. So it's like, I know that this is in line with a long-term plan for me to achieve my goals based on my strengths and weaknesses. And so I just show up, knock out the workout, and I know I'm going to be walking that path of improvement. Right. It's like, you know, um, taking basically the way we structure training, we take over pretty much everything. We take over the workouts. We tell you this, this strength training to do, mm-hmm. and we tell you when to rest. So that's like a, a huge thing that people self coach people fail to do, uh, is rest because they either don't know how to dial it back mm-hmm. period or they don't ever feel like they got in enough of a training load because they're training so sporadic Mm -hmm. because they can't get the structure down. Um, 
their training so sporadic that they don't feel like they need to take rest, mm-hmm. you know, until you run into an issue. Yep. So yeah, having that extra set of eyes looking over your program. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a lot of times where there's, you know, a lot of coaches have a coach and it's not because they don't know how to plan up a, a program. Yeah. It's just for that extra set of eyes to look in and maybe see some stuff that you aren't even noticing um, with regards to your, your health and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, it's basically taking the entire thought process out of your training. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing to think about whenever we set a, set a training pro- program up in training peaks, it literally day to day, you're told what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you'll get it early so that you already can plan for it the next day and be ready and knock it out. Yep. There's just, there's just nothing, there's really not much to think about. Um, so one of the, one another big part is, uh, just, just having the accountability, uh, the accountability factor of knowing somebody's looking at your workouts, looking over your shoulder, um, can jump in if they see something might be wrong or you have a question that like you're not feeling so hot or whatever, you have somebody to springboard those things off of that knows how to deal with them. Yep. It's not like you telling your other ride buddies, man, I'm just not, just not feeling really good today. And I don't know why, like, mm-hmm. you know, but a coach, if you describe what's going on and they can see your data, they can help figure out what's going on then and there. And it could be, could not be a, you know, it could just be a day thing. It could be a more serious thing that's cropping up, but Mm -hmm. you always have somebody to bounce those feelings and thoughts and concerns off of, you know, and that helps the, your training and your program become way more fluid and dialed in. Mm -hmm. And so those improvements actually come faster because the coach can say, Ease off, you know, don't be a dummy. We've said so many times that, that consistency is, is kind of king, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, the extra accountability of getting in a workout that you may not have done, you would have blown off if you're holding yourself accountable, Mm -hmm. knowing that someone else is going to be taking a peek and going, did you, did you get that in? And if not, you know, why, why were you not able to get that in? We've been told numerous times, like just knowing and not wanting to have to say, well, I was just, I got lazy or I didn't want to do it or, uh, gets them that day, that extra workout, that extra consistency that they would not have had otherwise. And we've said it a lot that sometimes it's just that one workout each week that you're doing now that you weren't doing before that can be the difference in staying stagnant or, you know, improving or even falling off. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really easy when there's nobody, when nobody's going to know, but you, Mm -hmm. uh, if you put off that, that hard workout or that, you know, that workout that's actually going to help you improve versus the ones that you're really good at or the the things that you want to do. Yep. Um, and then your coach is there to give you a high five when you, when you kick butt, you know, like most people are, are, you know, pretty humble and don't want to go around bragging about, you know, their race results or their power numbers or their, really good point. or their new, their new, uh, you know, fastest mile or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, or the fact that you've, you know, really been dialing in your nutrition and you lost a few pounds. Like most people don't want to hear about it, <laughs> but your coach does. And your coach celebrates that. Yeah. You know, your coach is excited for you. Um, we say like art, 
our, we would much rather have our athletes do well and achieve their goals than, you know, us go and have a great race weekend. And it's like the most stressful, <laughs> like, you know, a person's prepared, but you're really hoping things come together on, yeah. on race day for an athlete who's been putting in the work. Um, whatever that goal may be, it may just be a completion of, you know, an epic event or something. Um, but we were always like kind of on pins and needles, hoping that, uh, you know, everything that the person's on a, a good day and nothing unforeseen yeah. pops up. But, um, you know, a coach is there to essentially kind of be your cheerleader as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a really good point. Cause there, <laughs> uh, some people can't help themselves, but, but, um, you know, there's all, you don't want to be that person that like walks up to somebody and the first thing you start doing is start talking about your recent mm-hmm. your you, recent uh did you hear how i did last results <laughs> or yeah. power numbers or anything yeah. like that most people don't want to hear it um you know unless it's like uh you're at the race like and everybody's like oh how'd you do like that's one thing yep. but if if you start conversations with well, my power last week was, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're going to lose friends, yeah. but you, that's a, a normal conversation with a coach oh, for sure, and yeah. something that like Brian said, we will, uh, celebrate, you know, oh, for sure, we yeah. always celebrate, you know, great performances. Yeah. That's why we like doing the, the shout outs at the start, you know, so much it's celebrating our athletes who've been putting in, putting in the work. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the, we got a comment here, but I'm trying to figure out how to get how to it find up there. It? Yeah. Um, Let's see if I can find it on the phone. The other, you know, the, the other big thing here is like, let's face it. Like any program generally is not going to go a hundred percent to plan. I mean, I've never had that happen. And which is one of the issues with the, the pre-built, you know, programs you know the, the six week eight week 12 week do this on each specific day right. um you know that's kind of the the issue with those is like what happens when life happens and you're forced to you get sick or you uh have to go on vacation and can't uh, work out you know what how do you adjust and you know having a coach that's what we're here for we're here to yeah. uh and we've seen it with numerous athletes as well as ourselves like we we know how to make those tweaks and those adjustments. You don't just start cramming it all together once you get home. Instead, we end up uh, making you know, real-time tweaks to your program to get the most out of um, the either the trip or the travel or the, the day, um, but also adjusting the future plan, uh, knowing that either you, most likely you weren't able to get in the training that you should have gotten in. Yeah. Um, you, most people get in trouble by you miss a week and most programs just kind of stair step either volume or intensity. And if you go from, you know, one week and then it's stepped up and you miss that week and then it steps up again, you may see a 30 or 40% jump in training volume or training stress. And that's a really good way to get hurt. Yeah. Um, so we got a Jamie, uh, Bailey threw up a, uh, a good, a good comment. Don't beat the plan. Yeah. When it's, uh, you know, anytime a, a coach puts together a custom plan that's built around you, it's balanced for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like everything's been put there for a reason, whether it's a fitness reason, a rest reason, or a mental reason, like 
we we do think through these things mm-hmm. so uh i would tell people all the time like especially on hard hard days like don't don't beat the plan unless somewhere in there it says you know make the last one your fastest like don't try to overdo your your there's a balance so same on your easy days yeah yeah well you get <laughs> especially easy days don't beat the yeah it's, it's okay to ride or run at an endurance level. Yeah. It's okay to train easy, folks. Yeah. What are we missing? Do we, uh, looking at our little thing here. I think that's the bulk of them. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, like as we said, this is, these are things that benefit any, any athlete really. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, a lot of people like, they just think that I said, I don't, I don't really have the time. I'm not competitive. And like all these excuses, but in the back of their head, they do want to get better at something like, mm-hmm. so, you know, you may think that your schedule is absolutely nutty and you don't have the time or nobody would ever be able to figure it out. I say, try us because, <laughs> because we have some people, we coach some people with some stupid, crazy yep. schedules, tons uh, of travel. Yeah, between yeah, travel, international travel, uh, you know, weekly, and a big bulk of our athletes are over. You know, the original question was posed by someone who said they're fifty years old. Yeah. Big bulk of our athletes are are over fifty. Yeah, we've got quite a few in the sixties and some in their seventies. Yeah, mean, um, that that age demographic can gain a ton of value from having a properly scheduled program. One that's making you do the stuff for your long-term health as well and functional living, um, the strength training, uh, flexibility, you know, yeah. maintaining that, yeah. that high-quality lifestyle and continuing to help you improve and, and move towards whatever, it, you know, it may be some sort of performance. If you're, if you're training and working out, there's likely a reason you're, you're doing that. So right. we help bring focus to that, keep you accountable to that. Provide that kick in the butt when you need the uh, that extra bit of motivation, and then we're there to you know help you celebrate those successes, uh, big and small, along the way. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, I think that is it for the day. This was a short one, mm-hmm. but uh, but we appreciate everyone hanging out, listening, watching, and we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. And if you need a coach, holler at us. <laughs> Shameless, Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> Adios. Uh, peace. Thank <laughs> you.